Okay, so Dubcat <laughs> said that I wasn't ready. Of course. To start off the episode. She may have been right, but I'm here. I'm talking. I am opening the show. Hi, y'all. I'm JB. <laughs> and to my other side. <laughs> you are so raggedy. It's Dubcat. What up, guys? <laughs> and this is another episode of Almost Blurred. Huh. How you doing? I'm all right. I mean, you know, I watched a lot of stuff this weekend. Now that I think about it, I saw Venom. I saw the newest Mortal Kombat animated film. Yeah, they released one like a couple weeks ago. Didn't know, and you didn't tell me. Well, I've forgotten about it. I was scrolling down my list trying to find something to watch this morning, and I came across. I was like, "Oh, let me watch this." The animation looks a little different from the last one, but I didn't realize there was another one. Yeah. Um, it looks a little different, but it was entertaining. It was good. It was still better than that mess that they released. I still haven't seen that one or wherever. See, I need to stop talking to you before I watch these movies because no, I don't. At least that one is on it. HBO Max. It is, and I just I want to watch it, but everybody said how trash it was. But watch me go and enjoy it and be like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The action was great. The Mm-mm. fighting was great. The only way I think that you would actually enjoy it. <sighs> mm. You, I know you will like the stuff, all of the scenes that involve Scorpion and Sub Zero. All are you sure? Because I'm a little scared. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like, because a lot of their stuff isn't like bloody and stuff. Like their scenes, I mean, it's them together. Mm -hmm. The action around them, the martial arts and the fighting is really, really good. It's like they invested most of their time in that. It's the other stuff, the stories, the the fights, literally the core of the story. Are you even a, are you a Mortal Kombat fan at all? I remember the first two films. I played it on Sega a few times. Okay, so maybe this won't bother you as much. But in the movie, they introduce they randomly introduce a completely new character for the movie that has never had an appearance in any point in time in the history of the video game. And not only did they introduce him, but they made him the main character. <laughs> We're like, how can we root for somebody we don't know, jackasses? And he's whack. He literally, his outfit looks like the the shiny gold looking one that Aquaman wears in his movie. Um, it kind of looks like that um, without Aquaman the face. Aquaman is fine, though. Yeah, we noticed I said without the face. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> And he has the dumbest power ever. Everybody has these random this this power. Is it there? You would have to see it so I can really vent to you about it because I don't <laughs> want to vent and then spoil things. But some people enjoyed it. But you don't have a serious history with the film, well, the films and the the video games, so maybe it won't bother you. But for me, um, I don't even know if Brian liked it too much. Because, you know, he's my unbiased opinion most of the time. I need his opinion. And he didn't enjoy it? Yeah, I don't think he really... It was like... Yeah. My video was like... I'll say this. Everyone who didn't like it... Well, the people who did like it, they liked it because they said, oh, it's just a setup for another film. And in my mind, I'm like, just because it's the setup for another film doesn't mean this one has to be terrible. Like, it can still be a good film that leads to another film. What do you think they're going to have another film? I mean, did it do well financially? Oh yeah, they've already said like despite everyone hating it, 
it did well enough for them to do another film. So everyone is hoping that since they have gotten clearance to make a sequel, that they will take all of the opinions that people have had and try to make it right. Well, well, we know that they did that um, when they did a little a re-release, not a re-release, but a pre-release of Sonic. And folks talked about how awful he looked. And he came back looking completely different. Well, you know, the sad part about that is, okay, so maybe Sonic did look a little weird, but they didn't change the story. The movie is actually still good. It could have been it a is. good movie, even if it they would have not had so many opinions. It was, yeah, my baby loved it. I loved it. It was good. I was shocked that I enjoyed it because really? I, I went into it not thinking I was going to like it because a lot of these movies that are based on video games suck. Like, they don't translate very well into a movie, so... Especially when they still contain like the animated component, and then mm-hmm. we see that it's like a cartoon character existing in a real world. That's usually when it really goes left. But they did a good job. They really did they a good, did job, good job, job with this. Sonic was really good. <laughs> I can't wait to see Tails. Um, Who I think is supposed to be voiced by Idris. It didn't sound like Idris at the end. I can't. Yeah. I don't Let's want to see. be attracted to a fox with four tails. I just don't. Um, well, you know, no, no, that's not who he would be. Oh, he, he, Knuckles I thought you said he was gonna be Tails. Oh, no, 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 he would be Knuckles. Oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he keeping the accent? Oh, can he have the accent? <laughs> oh, no, he probably gonna just, you know, throw that real deep voice that he did. Is that how we say Jamar Moore is in it too? He plays Who is Jamar Moore. <laughs> Not playing Cyborg. Okay, so they haven't announced who Shamar Moore will be. Cyborg? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But Idris will be Knuckles. What? How are they going to bring... Why they ain't bring in Tails? They really Tails, supposed to come, Tails is supposed to come before Knuckles. They they got to be in both because they showed Tails at the end of the second one. I just can't see them introducing him to not show him. Yeah, they said that the character of Miles tells Prower or Prower. Why does he have a full name? Exactly. I was like, wait. Like, after I finished that, I was like, wait, did I just read a first, middle, and last name for a cartoon character? But he um he will appear. But they don't say Okay, so what okay, so Tells was previously voiced by Colleen Villard. Um, a woman? Yeah. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I won't. Well, apparently she's been the voice of Tails since 2014. That's interesting. Yeah. I wish I could be a no. voiceover actor. I mean, they be I making a lot of money. money, money at. Look at Cree. Cree ain't done nothing but voice acting work in... Oh, gosh. How long has it been? Iconic. Legendary. And she, she is literally like one of the most iconic voices ever. And you know someone else who's doing a lot of voice work is um what's his name? Um the man who looks like Solange's daddy, uh Orlando Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but did I say something incorrect there? Because as far guy? as I'm concerned, that is Solange's daddy. Is that the guy from um <laughs> Drumline and Matt like all these shows? What about is it Greenleaf? You talking about that guy? No, Ooh. no, 
Jones. I'm talking about Orlando Jones. I need remember, to look Okay, so you remember uh, Drumline and <gasps> Nick Cannon went to the school and there was the drum, the person over the band. <laughs> <clears throat> and the, the rumor, this whole thing has circulated so much that he's even posted about Solange and him. <laughs> I think he was on Mad TV first. Was he? Yeah, he was on Mad TV. He was up there for two years, two, three oh years. I, but you know what's crazy? I remember watching him in Drumline and having a slight crush on this distinguished gentleman who just wanted to play classical music mm-hmm. on Drumline. I remember. And he was on my show that I loved. Um, um, uh, crap. What's the name of it? Which one? It's with Is it um, a newer one or uh, older um, one? Sleepy Hollow. Oh, Sleepy mm-hmm. Hollow was good until they got rid of the black chicken, and after that, it was trash, and the and it was canceled right after. So he was also on American Guys, but a lot of drama with that. He got drama was that around one. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing he, that he did himself, but they it just showed. Yeah, they did him real dirty on that show. So, I, I, ooh, um, I'm like, I don't know enough about it to talk about it, but I do remember the guy, what's his name? Ricky Whittle? Ricky? Was oh, very, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, like, kind of kumbaya about it, and he was like, Orlando was just trying to call stuff out. I, yeah, he still had a job. Right. You know, if it ain't impacting you, then it, you ain't going to ever say nothing. Mm-mm. But um, but I haven't seen Orlando. Is I haven't seen him in anything lately. I was trying to get into American Gods because I started reading the book. But let me tell you something. I've come to the conclusion that although I love fantasy and sci-fi, Neil Gaiman is outside of my wheelhouse. <laughs> he is outside the box and outside of something that I am able to get into because it's so extreme. Hmm. So extreme, so extreme. But have you watched the show? Mm-mm. Mm. Uh, I was going to, but then when all that stuff happened with Orlando up there, I was like, oh, I'm not supporting this. <laughs> that William Gaiman, I mean Neil Gaiman, he one of his comic book series is turning into a TV show now. Mm. <clears throat> he, but you know what? He it's wrote called The Sandman. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. on Netflix. Oh. Didn't he write um, that Eternals comic book or graphic novel that they're kind of using to to do the movie? I think so. I think that's what we were talking about that before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he is his regular stuff. I tried. I cannot. Like I cannot. Mm-hmm. I tried. Okay. Let's let's do it. What are we I'm doing? Excited. I'm ready. You ready to talk about what it is? Talk, I am. I am because I happened to look over and I saw one of my tabs still open about it. I was like, I gotta open it. Let's go. Let's do this. Okay. Have lots to talk about. <laughs> let's go. So mm-hmm. episode eight of what if? Mm-hmm. What if? What if? Right. What that what if? From? That's the new title. What, what if? Right. <laughs> Ultron one. So <laughs> <laughs> so 
okay, before even going into I have to say that I was very, very shocked at how everything played out in this episode. Because, you know, we never got to see what would happen if um, Ultron would. We wouldn't have known that this could have happened. <clears throat> so seeing how <clears throat> all of these characters who in real life we saw all come together mm-hmm. in Endgame to create one of the most amazing moments in cinematic history were taking out taken out within a 30-minute episode of a cartoon. I mean, he was taken no out everybody. Everybody. Oh, I was just like, mine was blown. So let's just dive into it. So, okay, okay. so the episode, you know, Vision, well, Ultron is successful at creating that ultimate version of himself mm-hmm. which i guess they call ultra vision mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there were a lot of things that you realize you well you didn't realize would have happened for him doing that until this happened so we we <clears throat> we've been introduced to vision robot but still had like very like uh, a high level of humanity you vary. for a machine. Mm-hmm. Then you take Ultron and essentially combine him with that, remove all sense of humanity, and then you see how dangerous of a person or thing it could become. Which, <laughs> watching this episode, I understood why um, Sword had to take him in. I, under- I got it. I mm-hmm. got it because I was looking at it through the lens of it being vision, right? And everybody mm-hmm. loves vision. Paul Bettany, mm-hmm. vision. I love him. It's just something that I just love him. But this made me understand why he had to get snatched up out of Wakanda because mm-hmm. it's a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we end up seeing, well, it starts off really, we see um natasha and clint out there fighting all these robots and stuff trying to survive clint has one arm how did that how did that um, happen they don't even talk about it i'm not sure but i was watching a video i was going to send it to you that i saw on uh tiktok but i didn't know if you had seen the episode yet so i held off on it but it's like a video where they're talking about how literally in almost every film someone loses a limb <clears throat> Like you see someone lose a hand, you see someone lose an arm. Like it's like the first thing that ever goes on somebody is a limb. <laughs> so they felt like this was the series series's way of honoring this thing that oh generally God. happens all the time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I just kind of want to talk about how Vision just took out Thanos. Like Thanos didn't even give he wasn't even given the opportunity to do his speech. You know, every time Thanos appears, he gotta talk to you. And exactly, his long monologues and shit we don't <laughs> care about. And I was looking at that and he was just like, Shoot. and I was like, So you telling me? You telling Y'all me Y'all could have did this the whole time. You could have did that. But you know, I guess that wasn't even in his will. That that was so weird to me. Like I don't even know why he didn't just bloop. I didn't get it. I like, don't know. Well, I, I wonder if it's, it's that humanity. That's probably like, what it is. Maybe that's what we, it is. We never really got to see Vision really kill much of anyone outside of like Age of Ultron where, you know, all those robots and stuff were flying around and everything. 
But as far as people go, he was never really a killer. So <clears throat> it's almost like we were expecting him to do something that a person probably wouldn't. Right. But we saw very quickly, if it's just a machine on a mission, like he literally was just like, like something like interesting or whatever. He said like one word, cut him in half, which a lot of people were saying, um, look at the irony from, of Thanos wanting to eliminate half of all life. And he was cut in half in the middle, (laughs) a half a second. Oh, it was perfect. I was like, Ooh, chef's kiss. But then I was like, so vision could have did this the whole time. And we didn't have to go through this. We didn't have to lose all these Mm -hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if we want to go back, I mean, Iron Man's death is on Vision. I said it. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, mm. because he could have did. I'm just. I, I'm like, for real, Vision. You did all of this, but mm-hmm. you couldn't do it to Thanos. Mm-hmm. And I think it was important that they had somebody else voice Vision. So that we could get like the difference and the distinct difference between ultra vision, which is what they were calling him, and then just regular vision. Mm-hmm. And even with with white vision, you, I mean, they're very all three of them are very distinct, and I think that was on purpose. He looks like my boy. He looks like Vishon, but he is definitely not Vishon at all. Oh no, he was ruthless. He, is not. he was. <sighs> yeah. So <laughs> my hands hot. <laughs> so I also want to talk about why Captain Marvel must have this false sense of her own powers because you know you know when she was fighting Thanos when he had basically almost all of the stones she's still fighting in there like I'm gonna kill him and then he just knocked her into another uh, universe. Somebody um, said. <clears throat> That the, the Captain Marvel that we seeing, she's not even really on full power. And Mm-mm. I was just like, but if that's the case, these are moments where we need her to be on 10. Yeah. she's. I feel like she, we haven't seen the OP version of her. But my thing was, she thought that her unpowered by this one stone as was going to take out Vision, Ultra Vision, with all of the stones powered up. Whole thing just disappeared with that planet. I was like, oh, she might be doing something. I see her going into the, you know, the core of the earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. No. no way. <laughs> no way. Killed her too. I was like, dang, she can die. Right. He said, if you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. So then we see him. I think that's when, was it before or after that? When he that's when he just started jumping from place to place, taking out everybody. Just going, he took out the Guardians of the Galaxy and all, literally just just went everywhere. Everywhere that we have been introduced at some point in time in the MCU, we saw those people die. Sakura, <laughs> Zedar, and um, the Sovereign. <clears throat> took out when everybody. We're going to get um, a Warlock. When is he coming? Who? Oh. Adam who, Warlock. Who? I don't know. I just thought about that. I don't I know when he... I'm not sure. I feel like he got lost in the shuffle. He may or may not even come back. He he might be. I was, in re- I was reading it up on him, and they hadn't mentioned him anymore. Like they said, it was like there were so many other stories and characters that they wanted to talk about that they weren't really sure how to bring him back into the fold. Well, I'll tell you this: 
everything is intentional with Kevin Feige. So if we saw Adam Warlock <laughs> at some point, he may not be coming right away, but my, I, I don't even know if he's our boy, but Adam is coming back. So mm-hmm. we, I mean, I think we can, we can come to that conclusion that he'll be back. And he might be in Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy 3 since he was introduced in that franchise, but who knows, which is not mm-hmm. on what if. So let's get back to what if. Right. My bad. Okay, yes, so I'm this, happy to see at the end. This this takes us to one of the most shocking yet dumb moments of the entire episode. Where we have our little person the watcher. <laughs> <He's little. laughs> I didn't realize how tiny this man was until this fight started happening. So we got the the watcher is in his little um <clears throat> kaleidoscope. Shut up. And, <laughs> and he is narrating as he normally does. But okay, so this was something that New Rock Stars did mention, and it's something I noticed, and I feel like this is why where he really messed up. So they said if you go from the beginning of the series to now, every time we see the watcher, he's getting closer and closer to mm-hmm. the people. Like physically much closer than he was when he was just watching from the sky. I feel like that's where he messed up this time because he was so into this this story that he was so close to what was going on that Ultravision actually could sense him and heard him. And when he turned around, that look he had on his face when he turned around and looked the watcher in the face, I was like, oh, crap. But see, and then <clears throat> the watcher was like, oh, crap. Like, oh, shit, he hear me. <laughs> I... Can I just say that I'm loving how Jeffrey Wright is playing The Watcher? I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it a lot. And the mannerisms, the facial expressions, I'm just, I'm digging it. Um, but you're right. He's getting closer and closer. And I think that he kind of forgot that um, <laughs> what was going on because he's just so, I think he's so like in what's going on in this particular universe. So he just mm-hmm. kind of missing everything. But um, I thought it was interesting, though, that um, that Natasha and Clint couldn't hear him. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's just he's not that close. If they couldn't hear him. But I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. is he close enough that like these and we well, we've seen these cosmic entities. And I guess we can call Doctor Strange a cosmic entity. Um, Mm -hmm. We can he he was able to discover him and Ultron, too. So I thought that was kind of scary, too. Which is why I was kind of like on edge because I was feeling like the watcher. I was just like, "This is intense." Mm-hmm. And then because in my mind I was thinking, "Is is it something? Has, does it have something to do with strength?" Mm. Like because you know that Doctor Strange had absorbed the other Doctor Strange to become this super version of himself, and then suddenly he could hear and sense that someone was there. And then uh-huh. we had Vision, who had all of the stones during the story time and could, could hear him talking behind him. So I was like, maybe it has something to do with the level that they've put themselves on because of their powers. I don't know. But yeah, it was just, and then I'm still trying to figure out how did he get in there? He was like, I will find you. Like, where were you going? What were you zipping around to, to get inside of this? Space? Right. I'm like, how did he get there? Must be the stones, y'all. <clears throat> but then, Must be the stones. you know, so, so then that, that brings me to a point that I'm still trying to fully understand. So Vision makes it inside this space. He's in here fighting the Watcher and hits him so hard that he flies into a different multiverse. 
vision stones are working perfectly fine in this other universe. Mm -hmm. And we found out in Loki that the infinity stones can only work in the universe that they exist in. What changed? What if... Hear me Is it out. because they came from where the Watcher was? Like, Watcher was in this space, and since he went in there from these places, it kind of protected them? I don't know. Maybe. I was, I, what I was going to say, I was just like, well, maybe... Um, I'm about to call him Thor. Do, do you think maybe Thanos was kind of... He stole them from different dimensions? Hmm. And they're able to work? I don't know. But that, that logic that you have... a. Um, that you have mentioned, I didn't even think about. You're right. Now I'm just like, well, who who are we following? I mean, we following mm-hmm. is Loki <laughs> canon? Is that is that what that means? Or I don't know. Uh, does but that maybe, not matter anymore? Because he because we never seen truthfully, we've never seen Infinity Stones working. Any okay okay. So follow me here. In the in Loki. They didn't work in the TVA. But that's different. That's what I'm saying. That's different. We've uh-huh. never actually seen a point in the a series, in that series or anywhere else that said that those stones wouldn't work there. We were just told that. Right. But we've never seen an instance where someone went to another place with the stone and then tried to use it. Right. I mean, you, you're right. Loki, the TVA is kind of special. So they wouldn't mm-hmm. work there anyway, right? Um, but also, I'm just thinking that the way we see Thanos use them and the way that we saw Bruce and Tony use them, I don't... How was Vision using his? I couldn't tell. <coughs> there wasn't like... Other than the, the going through these dimensions. Um, what else well, was One of them was when he, when he made himself big and looked like Galactus eating the universe. I, I that's what I thought. That's what I thought it was at first. I didn't realize it was um Vishon. I was like, are they introducing Galactus? Is what yeah, I thought. He literally visually looked just like Galactus. Like I was, you that's, know what? I was you like, that was intentional. That's what a lot of people are saying. They said that they felt like that was intentional. That was an either an ode to Galactus. Maybe Galactus won't make an appearance in the comics, but they're using this as the connector or something to the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Did or something. Eat, I don't know. Did Galactus eat universes like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's intentional. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw, I was like, "Oh, so that's what we're doing?" Okay. It's, it's intentional. I um, it's definitely intentional for us to draw from that. Um, mm-hmm. Marvel is not dumb. Okay, so I will say in the comic, in the comic, you can't use the stones in different universes. Okay. I I specifically remember one where they went to an uh, Gamora went to a different universe to collect all of their stones in order to get revenge. She was basically like another Thanos. She was collecting because she was about to take somebody out and she was killing whoever she needed to to get there. Because that's what a lot of people were thinking. Maybe this might go or something, but no, I don't think we're going that route. I don't know. I mean, only time I really saw him or the power of the stones was when he was um when he was using whatever that saber was on the watcher. I couldn't I'm like I mean, in flying he could do that anyway. Um mm-hmm. but I guess growing size, I guess that's the capability of the stones. I don't know. 
Mm. But I'm about stoned out. I mean, we can get past the Infinity Stones, honestly. I will say, can we talk about how strong the Watcher really is, though? I was like, like he's actually. Like he was getting his ass whooped at one point, but he was holding his own against somebody who was actively using the stones against him. But I need to know. He says, You have no idea how strong my will is. I said, You better tell us, Anthony Wright, Jeffrey Wright. What's his name? Jeffrey. I'm sitting here like, um, if this is how strong your will is, I'm gonna need you to <laughs> you got willed out. <laughs> you were willed out because um, sure. you quick you quickly realized that this was not a battle you were going to win and you left for sure for sure <laughs> I um I can't believe he's so little that's number one I need to know I want to know more about him I'm like well where, where, where's this armor coming from like what's the mm-hmm. y'all watch the universe but are you also having training sessions like how you know how to fight like that <laughs> if all y'all do is something. watch they talked about how in the comic there's actually a run where what's what's his name? Uwatu? No, is it I want to say Uwatu, but it sounds like I think it's Uwatu. Uwatu. It sounds like yeah. an anime name. And I yeah. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. He, he ended up dying. Ooh. Um well, in this particular thing, he was actually killed by Nick Fury. Ooh. And because Nick Fury killed him, he actually became the watcher for a short amount of time oh nick i forgot what they call him the unknown can you imagine samuel l jackson as the watcher right so with that logic does that mean that sylvie is the one who remains at the end of all time possibly they took out the one person that there's only one well i don't know if it matters anymore because the whole point of he who remains was that he was making sure that these things were intact. So technically she probably ain't got to be there no more. Well, we don't like her no way. Cause she broke our boy heart. So she's trash. And then sent him somewhere else. Cause I, I don't think he went back to his universe. She just sent him. Where he at? Do you think that was intentional or you think it was a mistake? I think it was a mistake. I don't think she intended to send him to where... I mean, she was using a device she never touched before. Mm. Mm. She probably, this whole time, like thinking it worked just like the ones that were in the TVA where you just went to wherever it was within your universe. He was using... She was using one that He Who Remains had, like the original device. Probably connected to multiple universes. You think she kept it? She's going to be hopping. You, you know what? I think, plot point for season two. She kept it and she's looking for him. Well, you know, there's rumor that she also being Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, Sylvie, girl, with your impulsive self. I ain't got time for her. But if she there, okay. But but nah, mm-hmm. like I, I can see them. Like I think she's going to be trying to, she's going to look for Loki. Let's see. Exactly. But anyway, see, I just keep getting off topic. Okay, back to she just, she just makes me mad. She just makes she me does. Mad. So we gonna we're gonna have to put her up there with Sky Lord. Star Lord, mm. whatever his damn name <laughs> Sky is. Lord. Mm-hmm. Trash ass. Oh, okay, so in this episode, after Uatu runs away, <laughs> he appears in the small isolated space mm-hmm. that Doctor Strange from episode four, I believe. Yeah, he does. Um, he looks so tired. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Uatu has finally decided that he was going to go against 
the oath that he has I mean been, he's been faithful to for as long as he can remember to beat vision. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So I know that he's the watcher, right? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that he is essentially is he like protecting the multiverse? I don't even think so because they said he's not supposed to interfere with anything. It's like he's just watching. I don't understand the point of watching. Like Big Brother, you just bored and you watching TV in all these places because it seems weird. Because he said he's not supposed to interfere with anything. But if you're not supposed to interfere with anything, then what is your whole purpose? Right, I didn't get it because he was real protective of the most. That's why I was just like, is he supposed to be protecting? Like, I mean, I know he watches. He can't interfere. I'm like, so what is he doing? Because he's like, he's to me, like he was trying to protect it. That's right. Okay, okay. So it kind of makes sense now. So okay. the the watcher in the comment, the the thing that I was reading up on where Nick Fury ends up becoming the watcher, it gets to that point because there are these people that have are looking to him because this thing says that the pur- the purpose of a watcher is they are committed to observing and compiling knowledge on all aspects of the universe without interference. So they know it is, they're almost like an all knowing, which makes sense because that's how he's been narrating everything we've been seeing in that series. There were these people who were sorting out to get him because they wanted all of the knowledge that he had. So that's how they ended up fighting him and trying to kill him. They were taking his eyes. They wanted to take his eyes to take whatever he saw, seen or whatever. Mm, okay. So I that's his purpose. Um, I don't know what this knowledge is being used for unless it's being sent to um, Bill Gates at Microsoft <laughs> or um, <laughs> I just don't know. Tom from MySpace, like all of these people are benefiting from the knowledge that the Watcher is getting over all these years. But yeah, so he goes there. He basically tells Dr. Strange that he needs his help. He's like, you want me to say it? Dr. Strange being his cocky self. He was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I need to hear it. Let me hear it. Right. Especially after you left me here by myself. You better make some shit happen. But he so looks, with that, uh, I don't know. I want to say Dr. Strange looks tired, but he looks a little better than what he did in that last episode. Yeah. I think he's probably finally come to terms with everything. He's probably maybe have has resolved his issues with all of the losses that he suffered so maybe that's why he looks a little bit better but where do you think what do you think is going to happen now (laughs) where are we going now because i don't know of anything that says that this final episode is going to be more than 30 minutes so it's probably going to be just as action-packed as these and these last Um, eight have been what are we going to get in the finale i think what we're going to get in the finale is what it could possibly look like in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I think we're going to see that concept kind of play out in this final episode. And Mm -hmm. I think that um, what they're going to have to do, because technically all they have left between Ultron and the multiverse is um, Natasha, (coughs) um, Zemo, Zemo, what's his name? Zemo, 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 no. Who are you talking about? The little, the little, um, the little egghead, the little man who worked for Hydra, the green oh, Zola. Zola, Zola. So technically all they have between Ultron and the multiverse is the Watcher, Doctor Strange, Natasha, 
and um, Zola. That's it. So well, I don't know. Well, it depends if because well in that universe. In that them, universe, yeah, yeah, so yeah. What's going to happen is I think that they're going to use Doctor Strange to hop across these multiverses and pluck out heroes mm-hmm. to come fight him in that one. And I'm but in then the they're going to also be fighting other stuff too. Yes, remember, we still haven't seen the people uh, the scenes where the people are fighting the zombies. Mm-hmm. So the zombies have to come and everything. It's going to be very. I think you're right. He's going to do. I think he's going to do exactly what he's doing in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And you know, I recently saw something. I don't want to spill anything, so I'm not going to go into any details about it. Now, sometimes I just want to slap um, your lips when you but, start. I just be like, you better not spoil it. But the way, how how do I explain this? It's basically something that was in Venom, so I don't want to spoil anything. In yeah, because I haven't seen it, and I will watch it. But what I've been, what I did see, is that what happened in the preview that we saw in Spider with Spider Man and Doctor Strange, where you know the thing exploded mm-hmm. when they were doing the spell. What I've seen is that at that moment, it seems that people all over the MCU are automatically put in a different universe. Oh, shit. So it's not like where, oh, someone's like, oh, I'm just going to run over here. I have access to it. You could have been chilling in your on your couch. And then when that moment happens... You are on your couch still, but you're on your couch in a different place, a different universe. So I wonder if Doctor Strange and this, if he does something, he basically creates a plane where all of these universes we've been exposed to are existing. (laughs) And then that also makes me think that we are now already seeing that Ultra Vision has started going to from universe to universe, killing people. Because mm. remember, we, that's how the end of Thor started. Mm-hmm. The end of Thor started with Ultra Vision already having the stones. That means that he has already traversed into another universe, about to take out everybody there. So he's making his rounds. So <laughs> that means that we probably won't get all of the characters that we have been seeing in all of the episodes if he gets to them first. This is scary. It's just scary to think about. Now they're like, you know, this is easily the strongest character, strongest villain that we've had in any of the Marvel stuff that we've gotten over the last umpteen years. Yeah, and what's crazy is like I think back to um of what is it, Age of Ultron? And mm-hmm. I think about when Thor was kind of just like, you have fucking created a monster dog. You have no idea what you have done. And like, it didn't really ring true to me because, you know, we love vision, but like seeing ultra vision, it's kind of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our boy was right. Mm-hmm. Thor was on it because this was terrifying. I'm yeah, like, I mean, he literally, it was going everywhere with no, no purpose outside to of just eliminating people. That's his I, whole goal. It's just to eliminate if, all of life. It seems. And then do what? And nothing. But you saw he was so he felt so sad and worthless 
when he had already killed everyone, every living thing that was on his universe. And he I didn't understand. Like he was like, "What? What do I do now?" Uh-huh. And if the Watcher would have shut his little ass up, he wouldn't have had any inkling that he could do anything else. But no, he wanted to keep having a whole monologue behind somebody's <laughs> ear. Uh oh, uh oh. I didn't understand. I was just like, so he wants to be by himself with just the computers. That's it. That's 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 the only kind of world that he wants. But that's the weird thing. It's like, even if that's all you want, all you want is to live in a space where only you and your machines exist. Why be sad when you finally make that happen? Because once you finally make that happen, I mean, you have nothing else to do. You have no purpose. You have nothing to fight for. You have nothing to kill. You are just existing in a a time where it's just you and your robots. So like what are you what are you supposed to do? I don't I don't understand it. What are you supposed Neither. to do? I I don't I don't know. But and then I, like once he once he oh gosh, so he, he literally there's no end to what he can be doing now. Exactly. But we don't I'm know so how so many multiverses out there. It could be an unlimited amount. He's literally just going to be jumping from place to place, just taking stuff out. And now he's not even taking his robots with him. He's just going there and destroying them himself. He's like so excited about it. There's another universe mm-hmm. to kill. Ooh, I'm like, sir. <laughs> Vision. Well, you need some therapy, sir. Oh, uh, how did you get here? You got some daddy issues with Tony Stark, and I'm going to need for you to resolve them. I saw there was a TikTok video that I didn't watch because I didn't want it to spoil this episode. And basically I watched like maybe the first minute or so of it. And she, the person was basically like that. What if Tony Stark dying in every episode that he's been in? And what if is a nexus point and it's always going to happen. He's always going to die. That's why Mm -hmm. I was like, I think maybe that's just one of those things. It's just like, we're always going to get a Thor and a Loki in some capacity, whether it be, Frog Thor and Gator Loki or, you know, Frost mm-hmm. Giant Loki and Thor, we're always going to get that. And I think we're always going to get that. We're always going to get Thor and Loki. And I think we're always going to be in a universe where Vision and um and Wanda are t- together as well in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but she and I, I should probably, if it comes back, I'll watch it in more detail. But I was like, that's interesting because he has in every episode that he's been in, he's died. Every mm-hmm. single one. Mm-hmm. Which is trash because it's not like it wasn't traumatizing to watch him die in Endgame. You know what another nexus point or absolute point would be? What Uncle Ben dying? Yeah, oh, we yeah. have seen three different instances where Spider Man has been created from some form, and Uncle Ben has already been dead or has died. Well, what's interesting though is like. Watching Multiverse of Madness, not Multiverse of Madness, into the Spider-Verse, honestly, if Marvel was smart, they would kind of pay attention to how they kind of did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but over there in their universe, the Spider-Mans, they lost somebody that was close to them. Like Spider, um, what's her name? Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. lost Peter Parker mm-hmm. in her universe and not like her Uncle Ben or whatever. I think the girl with the um with the the actual spider and the um and the robot for Spider Man. I think she lost her dad. So there's a loss. There's a loss. 
but I mean, but specifically like in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we know it, or even in Spider Man in general, it's always been Uncle Ben. And I think you're right; it's an absolute point because I haven't seen a Spider Man story except for when they did the Spider Verse thing, which is to mm-hmm. be expected because they're different universes, different Spider Mans. Um, like Miles lost his uncle. Oh, mm-hmm. Uncle Ben, Uncle. Okay. Anyways, yep. <laughs> um, but somebody close to them and it's always been Uncle Ben. So I, I think you're right. It's always going to happen. I mean, there's nothing that he can do to save his Uncle Ben's life because Uncle Ben is supposed to die. Because how are you supposed to be who you are if he doesn't? I had to look up Peter Parker. Like, you know, one thing that we've always just accepted as his reality Hmm. That he was raised by Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Aunt May. So I was like, where are his parents at? And then I just I looked like it up. The little his parents backstory. died in a plane crash. The little, yeah, I like the little backstory that they gave on, which was, was it Spider-Man 2? With Andrew Garfield? Maybe. I can't remember. I think his was, no. a, I think it was the second one. I don't think it was the first one. I think it was the second one. Um, The one where that girl died. That they talk about. Oh, that hurt my. That hurt. Okay, can we go back and talk about that? I was really sad about that. I really like Emma Stone and Gwen Stacy because he he tried so hard to save her, and if he would have caught her like a half of a second earlier, she wouldn't have hit her head on the ground and die. That was hurt me. That hurt. I was like, you know what? I was like, did they have to do the nosebleed? (laughs) I mean, we got it. That brain got shook up and it's coming out through mm-hmm. our nose. But like, did we have to see it? <laughs> like, and then I'm sitting back like, so I, I need for them to continue that story. I want to know how Andrew is feeling now. That was a lot. I wanted to be in this new Spider-Man so I can see what happens. I, hope, I, hope, I hope Andrew Garfield is in this. Just like I hope Tobey Maguire is in it because it hasn't been proven. Or Sean. Right. Um... I th- I don't know. I can see it both ways. Like I really just like I'm thinking like, dang, if they showed them mm-hmm. like in a trailer, I think that would be more incentive for people to come because they really want you know to see what's going on with these three. I mean, this is exciting, but then I know they just kind of like they want this whole shock value type of situation, which now I think Andrew might have ruined it. Um, but if we get Tobey Maguire as Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. That seed has been planted, and I want to see it come through to fruition. I want to see that baby grow. Had I not been looking at time, I, that would that him suggesting that is so dope, and I hope it's true. Mm-hmm. I hope it's yeah, true. It's, well, that oh, be, oh my god, that'd be so dope! Wouldn't it be dope? I mean, it, it would be so good. It's, and I want to know who this dark Doctor Strange is. Because, you know, that scene where he's fighting on the train, that Doctor Strange is a different Doctor Strange. He's wearing all black and everything. I, and he looks like he's fighting Peter Parker. I still think he's... I think I don't think it's, the, it's, it's our Doctor Strange. I think he's possessed by somebody. Or being controlled <laughs> by somebody. I just... I don't believe... I don't believe... Because he... I mean, everything that everybody has said about his personality and demeanor is true. And this is definitely outside the box. So it's either he's being controlled by somebody or it's a scroll. I said, oh no. 
I mean, I've been teetering with this whole idea. Well, hmm, let's see. Because, I mean, like, I think about Spider-Man, the last Spider-Man, and Nick Fury was a scroll. I know, but scrolls can't emulate abilities. They, they can can't? just look at, like, like, he's, like, manipulating time and stuff. I just, I think they kind of operate like Mystique. Oh. Where they can become you, they can look like you, but they can't really, they don't get all your powers when they do it. Okay. So, but well, I just don't understand know, why. What would make him so dark? What would have happened? <sighs> I don't know either. But I, um, I mean, maybe he he just kind of lost it because he was gone for five years and homegirl moved on, had another family, and then some kids or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure that. it out. I'm like, I don't, I don't okay, know. he comes, he comes back after the snap. All this stuff has happened. We know that of all of these, this is probably one of the ones that takes place um, like right after they get back. Because mm. it seems that it's picking up directly after um, the last film, Far From Home. And that movie took place maybe weeks after the blip came, mm-hmm. they all came back. Because they were still getting used to being alive again. So, like... So... When were, where would it fall? Do we think that this is actually technically going to take place before the events of WandaVision? After the events of WandaVision? We'll know if like, they bring up Wanda. But if none they of these bring, hosts have brought up Wanda. But, I mean, like, if, I'm talking about if they bring her up in the context of what's happening in WandaVision. Because what is it? Captain America and, well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, didn't that take place at the WandaVision? Yeah, but they didn't talk about her at all. I know. Like, how do you not be talking about this girl? Like, there's no way people any all over the world hadn't found out about the what heads. happened after she brought it back. Mm. I don't know. Because I know That's... that they that organization was working to keep it under wraps. But after she let that go and... I can't imagine the people that's been in there haven't been talking. That's true. And, and then so many people got arrested. And I still feel some type of way that they didn't go check on her. She ain't got nobody. Sam, you want to be a therapist so bad? Be some therapy to her. She needed oh they, grieving they, ass. They ain't a team. They don't believe in team. Because they left her. Like she literally told us in Endgame when she saw Thanos for the first time, you took everything from me. So she, her last memory was of Thanos killing him, and then she get blipped and came right back. And then, and then, Clint, Clint didn't send her a text message or something. Mm-mm. She probably wouldn't have responded. No, but well, I mean, they well, were barely talking to each other because look, um, we saw how the, com- the line of communication between Bucky and um, and um, what's his name? Sam. Sam. Yeah. Because right, Sam they, was reaching out to him and he wasn't saying anything back, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe the same was happening with Wanda. Maybe Sam was texting her. You know, Wanda W-Y-D. don't look like the type that will have a cell phone. W Y D, and she <laughs> says nothing. Wanda mm-hmm. seems like the type that's like, you know where to find me. She's like, I'm not, you can't, <laughs> you can't call me. Um, 
I don't even touch appliances. She in the middle of nowhere. Astral projecting while she's awake. They should Doctor Strange should have sensed this power. If Agatha sensed it, Doctor Strange should have sensed that power too. Right, which is why I'm pissed that when they after everything has aired and everybody's so happy with how good you know or well WandaVision did, and it just made sense that Doctor Strange would have been there and he was not. And to hear that they were going to have him in a few episodes or at least Mm -hmm. in the commercials or something pissed me off so bad because I was right on my thinking. I honestly, I honestly thought that when at the very first episode, when she was talking to Vision's boss and he kept asking her the same question over and over again, it was repetitive. It just seemed like he was trying to wake her up. I was Mm -hmm. like, is that Dr. Strange? That wasn't a leap. (laughs) Because they said that they were going to use it. Don't get me started on that. That They dropped the ball on that. They could have easily had him in there. And I don't think it would have showed up Wanda at all because if it's true what they're talking about she about to get three films which is fine because she's gonna do what Scarlet could not so do you think that if they do give her three films that it would be at the end of her third film that we finally get the X-Men or do we think we'll get X-Men prior to that prior because one of the things I've been having in my mind is that if the multiverse thing is happening the way it appears based off of what I have seen and, you know, just stuff just changing, like you're suddenly inserted in a different like universe. What if that's how the X-Men come? Like mm. Wanda is out here. That happens. And Wanda ends up being in a universe where there are people with powers like her. Right. I just don't understand how that What's going to do you think that. In the end, when all this is said and done, mm-hmm. the multiverse is in it. It's going to end up becoming just one universe, and that's how. So this is what I'm thinking. Just, Not yet. Just follow, follow my craziness. Okay, I'm coming. So in my I'm mind, I'm thinking. From what I've seen, I saw what happens when the multiverse, the whole incident with the multiverse happens. Mm-hmm. And I see a character who's just sitting there and suddenly they see someone else in the MCU that they've never seen before. So I'm like, now that means that all these things are overlapping. In order to fix this, I don't think they'll be able to put them all back where they belong. But maybe they'll be able to find a way to consolidate all of them into one. Mm-hmm. And if they did that, then that could be our way of bringing the X-Men into the universe because they wouldn't have to find a way to explain it. Like, oh, where are these people suddenly getting powers from? Right. Oh, they're getting powers because this whole time they've existed in this place where they've always had powers. Mm-hmm. And now we're all in the same space. Possibly. Possibly. I think um, that Wanda is going to figure out how to hop in the multi. She's going to figure out how to hop these universes. <laughs> Which is why she's studying it. She and and if and if the voices that she heard wasn't like a trick, of this, you know, because there's a rumor out there that those voices that she heard was not her actual boys, but the guy trying to get her to come and release him, whoever mm-hmm. that um, demon was in uh, Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. But um, but if these are truly the voices of her boys, she's gonna. I think she's gonna figure out a way how to. I think she's gonna. I think she's going to figure out a way of how to maneuver these multiverses until she finds her children. 
which in turn causes some friction between her and um, Doctor Strange because she's not supposed to be able to do that one and she probably shouldn't be doing it because it causes too much other shit. It's like a ripple mm-hmm. effect of things that happens. So you going to hop this universe and some other bad shit is probably going to happen. Um, but I think that's I think she's I think she's going to figure it out. Mm. And we'll then, see, I'm wondering how she's going to figure it out just because unless the dark hole contains information about the multiverse because even Doctor Strange said and the stuff that he had is still something that they don't know a lot enough about. Mm. So I'm like she was, where where is that information going to come from? She was studying so I don't I don't I don't know. But I mean I don't know. So if I mean if it's true about her three films, I definitely think the X-Men are going to be introduced prior. Mm. In a cre- in credit scene or something. Um if they decide to have these movies. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. If I mm-hmm. don't get a, a situation or a scenario where Wanda doesn't get her boys and Vision back, I know something. I really have this thing about characters going through so much. Like, don't keep put It's tragic. Mm-hmm. We want to root for her. She's so powerful. I want to root for her being powerful, not being sad for her. Make it, make it right. I just want to know where White Vision is. Like, getting the young Avengers. Get, they haven't even given us a hint. Like what he's doing, he just flew off, and that was that was the end. Intentional. We're gonna see him again. I just don't know in what capacity. But White Vision's coming back. Um, he's coming back because, but you know what? I'm wondering too, since we're talking about these other characters. I wonder what White Vision is doing. I want to know what Gamora is doing. Mm-hmm. Is she just hiding out on Earth? Right. Since that's where she was, because she just walked off on Earth. So I'm curious. Like, I want to know what Gamora is doing. And they're probably looking for her, and she probably just doing real regular shit on Earth. I feel like she's probably going through a lot because it's like you know, she helped in taking down Thanos, but. The Gamora that we knew had more time to, like, come to terms with that being the decision that she was making. Mm. Like, you know, Thanos was a terrible person, but this was her dad for the majority of her life. So we've seen in in movies, multiple movies, and her evolution as a character that she had grown to a point where, you know, okay, this was something I knew we needed to do kind of thing. Whereas in this, she had, like... uh, a cliff note version of her life and then like where does she belong she can't just go with the guardians now because she doesn't feel included with them she doesn't know them she can't go back home because that's all destroyed all the people from thanos and them they're all gone it's just like where where does she go but i think who would understand her right now (laughs) right but i think even though she's had we we watched her develop into um this person who you know, really kind of values family or her chosen family, um, kind of hates her dad for what he did to her. I mean, to me, when I was looking at her interactions with Thanos, it didn't really seem like they had the best relationship. He adored her, that I could tell, but she mm-hmm. didn't feel the same because she wasn't, it might have would have been different if he took her as like an infant, but she was old enough to know who her parents were, her mm-hmm. planet and all the other stuff. And knowing that he destroyed it was probably just like, I'll go with you because I'm a child and I don't really agree with you because you're evil. 
which why I think it was so easy for her to make that decision to kill the nebula that was in her time because she was already to a point where she was just like, this is not okay. This is not, mm-hmm. this is not good. But I don't think, I think she was already at that point. But I just, she, what am I, what, I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like she's all, under the surface, I think she's always known that everything that he was doing was wrong. And she kind of mm-hmm. resented him, but she kind of wanted to stay on his good side. So she would do all these things to Nebula so she can stay on his good side. Because I think she was just trying to survive. Because, I mean, look what he did to Nebula. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think I honestly think that deep down she knew all that was wrong. And when her sister showed up from this different timeline, it was a chance for her to just kind of break free. Mm-hmm. So and that's exactly what she did. So I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know if she's lost. Maybe she is. I don't know if she's lost. I just know I just, she has nowhere to go. No, that's why I feel like and, unless be. unless she just she's like joined at the hip with Nebula, but she's right. that's probably who she would spend most of her time with. She probably wouldn't really engage with the Guardians because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she like doesn't Nebula know them. Is in that timeline. But did like, so she's she's. Nebula? I don't know. Now I gotta look to see where's that picture you sent me. Let's see. Who all attended Tony Stark's funeral? Let me see if I can. Let me go back to that. Because you. Okay, so it claims, yes, that Nebula was there. So you're, I mean. The war isn't listed as technically being there. I guess she kind of walked off. It says Pepper, Morgan, Happy, Rhodey, Steve, Thor, Banner, Doctor Strange, Wong, the Guardians with Nebula without Gamora. Okay. Okay. So like I, even there to me that shows like, you know, there was a huge sacrifice, but she had no connection to him, but she never really had a connection to him anyway. So it wouldn't really bother her too much. Mm-mm. But I guess but I guess she can't she don't she can't go with the guardians because she don't really know them. So it doesn't make sense for her to go with them. Um the only true connection she has is with Nebula, and even though that's from a I th- I don't know, I think they're probably gonna play up on that because you have a nebula who has gone through all of that stuff with her dad had a chance to reconnect with her sister before she was killed um mm-hmm. and then kind of i guess grow and kind of accept you know where you know where she's at and with the, and her place with the guardians and i think that's going to serve gamora because she's evolved she's evolved mm-hmm. to a place where you know that her i think her and gamora could have a, a great relationship which i hope is what they explore this sisterhood in um, this next Guardians movie, but yeah, that's what they claim that this next movie is going to be very. There's going to be a major storyline around Nebula and Gamora, which like I'm you cool said, with. this is an opportunity for them to have these sisterhood that they've basically been deprived of all of their lives. And always wanted, but couldn't because of Thanos, mm-hmm. um, and couldn't because of Nebula's jealousy of Gamora. Mm-hmm. Like when um, she stripped them down and this is all they have now, I can see mm-hmm. them working to make something like this work. So, I mean, technically Nebula is like her anchor in this mm-hmm. new situation. Because even though it's not the Nebula that she knew, she's familiar, I guess. Because mm-hmm. she didn't know them other folks. She didn't know Star-Lord and all them. She didn't know them, but she know Nebula, even though it's not the same Nebula. 
if that makes sense. Like, they make it seem like Nebula was able to sit down and have a long conversation with her. Like, okay, so this is what's been happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to kill you. Uh, you beat me up, so I couldn't do that. I escaped. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm sure she got like a very shortened version of everything, but mm-hmm. she. Plus, she also got to see it too. Yeah. She, when they hooked experience. her up to the thing, I think she was in, wasn't she in the room when they hooked Nebula up to the thing and they were projecting her memories yes. onto the thing? Yes. I think she was in there, so she saw a lot of it take place, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like, and then they keep hinting that there's some lives that might get lost. What if we lose Gamora again? I don't think they're going to, I mean, they might, they might, I don't know, but I don't think so. I mean, who doesn't she has a lot Gamora? of obligations to this Avatar series now. I <laughs> like, mean, you know, they film like fifty movies back to back to back. If I'm if I'm being honest, because you know I am a fan of Avatar, I loved it. Might put it on tonight. Um, there, you're right. They are filming those films together. Um, but I know, I don't know. You know, when some of my celebrities aren't active on social media I'm, I'm always thinking that they're probably filming something so um she probably feeling guardians honestly because i think i think all the parts that she's done for avatar i think are done for the moment until it's time for them to like to record again i mean film again but she might be they might be because when does guardians come out next year right i believe so so that means they gotta be filming now let me see no guardians comes out 2023 Damn it. Never mind. Yep. May 5th, 2023. All my favorites. I, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, we do have Eternals coming up in November. Hawkeye's coming up. Um, then um, Spider-Man at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then Wakanda's in 2022. Yep. Wakanda's so, out February next year, right? Yeah, we have... Uh, Eternal, Spider Man, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel. They have they announced it though. But uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, because I know last mm-hmm. time we were talking, she they hadn't released a date yet. No, I think that it's been pushed. They've, I think they've officially acknowledged that it's going to be pushed to twenty twenty two. They just haven't given it a date yet. Because mm. she probably filming the Marvels currently. How many episodes was? Was um the Falcon and the Winter Soldier six episodes? I and think Loki so. Okay, yeah, hers is gonna be six as well. Hmm. So good. All these shows are so good. I don't even really have any. I don't even have any type of. I kind of want to get to a point where they're showing multiple shows at one time, yeah, mainly because it. I want. I need more content on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Disney Plus, I'm only getting it because of the Marvel thing. Well, and you the like the, the Star Wars series. And I do like too. the Star Wars stuff. And I do And you know, there's a new Disney one dropping movies. too. Huh? There's a new Star Wars series dropping. Yeah, it is. And I, but I ain't watching that. The book I like the live Papa action better Fett. than the cartoons. Yeah, this was no. This is a isn't it? Um, this is live action as well. Is it? What's it called? 
the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, Boba Fett. Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Uh, yeah. Boba Fett. That's coming out, ain't it? Yeah, it comes out this December. I'm going to watch that. Um, I am going to watch that because it's not a spinoff of The Mandalorian. Um, I still need to watch The Mandalorian. Maybe oh, that'll be I my thing. You know, I was always throwing you throwing these DC things at you. Maybe I need to start watching that. Maybe you should. Oh, do you want to rewatch The Mandalorian? We can start can, in season one. I can. I can do how many episodes? Is it? Eight episodes. That's not bad. How many? Eight, the, right? Eight. Yeah, eight for the first uh, first season. We can start over. Okay. And don't you know, I know you've like been on TikTok and you've heard the sound. They're just like, I would like to see the baby. Mm-mm. You haven't heard that? Mm-mm. Oh, there is. It's a, it's a, it's a sound that people are applying to all types of things. And the man is just basically, he was like, I would like to see the baby. And he's referring to baby Yoda. Oh. Um, but they're, they're using it, of course, on, um. Yeah, we can do that. Plus, we have this. What if it's about to end? So, yes, you should, sir. It's you know what? Do it. I'm gonna rewatch mm. episode one. You're gonna rewatch. Well, you're gonna start episode one, and we're gonna get into it. Okay. Okay. Oh, John Favreau directed. No, he wrote all these episodes. Did he write them all? I know. I thought he was a showrunner. Yeah, he wrote all but two. Okay. They have, I think, um, and what I love about this is that one of the, the executive producers is basically, um, he had, was like the showrunner and the executive producer for basically all of the animated shows with Star Wars. Mm. And he's doing this. I mean, he's basically has like a direct connection to, to, um, Lucas. What's his name? Um, what's his name? Now, um, George Lucas. Thank you. I couldn't think of his first name. So basically, you know, he's real tight with George Lucas, and a lot of this this stuff is closely, very closely related to what if what George Lucas would do. So I think I don't know the man. It kind of starts out kind of slow, but it does pick up. Um, and then mm. season two is even better. Um, so does it have good action? It's not bad. Uh-uh. But I will say this. They do have action, but they really put emphasis on the story. Uh-uh. They are really telling the story of the Mandalorian and his his quest with this baby. And um, I, I don't know. I'm really big on story. It's really big on storytelling. I loved it. So I didn't necessarily need the action, um, even though it was it was great. But... I, I like the story and it really focuses on the story. And I really, I don't know, you may not feel the same way, but I really fell in love with the character of the Mandalorian. Okay. Even without even seeing his face. So. Hmm. Well, this should be interesting. It's going to be. I think you'll, I don't know. You may not like it. I, I know how you are, but if you, are you committing to watching episode one of the Mandalorian? So we can talk I about it am, next week. I am committing to watching episode one. Y'all hear it, y'all right? Y'all hear it. He probably gonna be talking trash about it the whole time. I mean, ain't gonna know what's going on, so I ain't really gonna have nothing to complain about yet. But I, I, I really, think, I, I know nothing about Star Wars. You don't. I don't. Other think, than I am your father. 
you don't need that. I don't think you need an in-depth knowledge of the previous Star Wars or even the cartoons. I don't think you need that. Um, like there were a few things that popped up for me, but it was like a basic Google search and it made and it explained everything. So I don't think it's necessary to have a deep knowledge. In that first season, they don't mention any of the previous characters from Star Wars. Um, they talk about all the wars and stuff that they've talked about in the previous Star Wars, but they're not like real integral to like the plot. It just kind of gives timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I don't think you need to watch it. I don't think you need to watch it. They kind of explain everything, and it's um, it's good. It's good. All right. Well, that sounds like that's what our next episode is going to be about. So what is episode one of The Mandalorian? Episode one of The Mandalorian. Season one, episode one. Season finale of... Oh, do you like Westerns? Mm, Not really, but I am going to watch that thing with Regina and Idris and all of them when that drops. Oh, yeah. yeah. But George Luke is really... um, and well, not I don't know if it was him, but it was they kind of set up the Mandalorian as like a Western type of situation because he's a bounty mm. hunter. So um, I can see kind of Western elements and themes mm-hmm. throughout this. So um, I just so want to throw I'm, that I'm out a, there. I'm gonna fight through that then because I can't even watch the first season of Westworld because it's a Western themed um, park, even mm-hmm. though. It's nothing about a Western, but it's the aesthetic, the aesthetic, aesthetic. yeah, just kind of, I mean, me, but I'm, I'll keep pushing through. Let's keep pushing through. It's like a gunslinger type of situation with sci-fi and fantasy elements. Mm-hmm. But I think at the, like the core of it, it's, it's uh, um, a Western, but I think it's all dressed up with the fantasy, the sci-fi and the terms and language and all other good stuff. Um, that I think is fine. And also, if you also get stuck, New Rock Stars also has they have, they have breakdowns. They have breakdowns of the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you can if they fill in the gaps really, really well because you can tell Eric is really a big fan of Star Wars, so he knows all this stuff. So, um, that so basically me. every time I watch an episode, I'm going straight to new rock stars like I was doing with everything else. Okay. And search the Mandalorian. They did season one and season two. And they talk about um they even but that's on season two. Never mind. Rosario Dawson's character in The Mandalorian, but she doesn't make an appearance till um season is two. It, she, is it the same character that she was in Clone Wars? Is it the same character that she was? Yes, the character she was in Clone Wars. Yes, her. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of her name right now. Um, I, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Katano. Uh, Ahsoka Katana. I think that's what it is. I, I, let me just make sure that's what I think it's Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka Tano. Tano, yes. And um, she dope as hell. She is dope as hell in that. And... Um, yeah, please watch it. Then you can watch New Rock Stars because New Rock Stars definitely give some background information and probably help explain some things that you may not know and you don't have to really look it up. So watch the episode. What you don't get, Eric probably explains it. All right. Well, we will see. So next episode, season finale and season premiere. See, oh, oh yes, right. When, okay. one, when one series closes, another one opens. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our agenda. Blurts. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>